Falling in love is something most people dream of doing. Finding that perfect match, the one you're destined to be with. Some say it's a myth and that some people can't find love. But I think love is one of those pre-programmed things inside of every human and that we all strive for it. But with something as powerful as love can be, comes confusion and often pain. You see, finding that person isn't easy for a lot of people. And the journey to find that perfect person can take you down dark roads, sometimes leading to rage. And once a person reaches his or her limit, they are capable of doing unimaginable things. This is the story of Slade Wilson. Welcome to Origin. Holding his oldest son in his arms, Slade knew it would be the last time. His body withering away, like it aged right before his eyes. Grant had been too powerful for his own good. His father Slade had warned him to not overdo it, but he didn't listen. And in a furious battle with the Teen Titans, Grant had finally met his match. Having used all his power, Grant tried to kill Starfire one of the titans, but instead ended up killing himself. Overcome with grief and rage, Slade vowed to avenge his son's death and to kill the Teen Titans. Slade seemed to always be surrounded by tragedy, but it wasn't always like that. In the beginning, it was different. Where the story really begins, is where Slade found his one true love, the U.S. Army's Special Forces Division. A place to go and train to become one of the elite also led to a powerful love for his captain, Adeline Kane. She was in charge of training the Special Forces Division. It didn't take long for them to realize there was a connection between the two. Slade was a natural soldier and the best in the group and she was one of the top instructors in the world. Soon, she had taught him all she knew, and before they knew it, they were married and about to have their first baby. But when war broke out in Vietnam, Slade was sent to do what he did best, and Adeline was left behind to have her baby. The war was tough, and the government felt like it needed the upper hand. So they asked for volunteers to test a new medicine that would resist the enemy truth serums. Being the best there was, Slade had to be the first. Even though Adeline, his best friend, Randolph Wintergreen, begged him to not do it, he did it anyway. But this wasn't some ordinary medicine. Once it was injected into Slade, he was overcome with superhuman-like strength. The medicine affected his adrenal glands too and this caused him to erupt in a mad rage. They were then forced to dose him with a powerful sedative, which put him into a coma state for weeks. But Slade was too strong to die, and somehow recovered from his coma. In the coming months, he struggled tremendously with his new powers. There were days where he would have the strength to move a house, and others where he could barely stand. You see, this medicine was actually an attempt by the government to create another super soldier 
but it didn't really work until after a while. And since it took so long for Slate to control, he decided to focus on his family for a change. And that's when Adeline got pregnant with her second child, Joseph. After spending a number of years raising and training his kids to be as strong as him, Slade started to miss the action the army had given him. So he took on a life of professional hunting to fill the void. One day, everything changed for Slade. He was told that his best friend Randolph Wintergreen was sent on a suicide mission and was now being held captive. But when he went to the army for help, they said they couldn't risk a rescue mission. So Slade decided he would go instead. Now fully in control of his new powers, Slade took it upon himself to rescue his lifelong friend. After crafting a costume and creating a new persona, Slade set out to find Wintergreen, now going by the name Deathstroke, the Terminator. That was the start of Deathstroke, and after saving Wintergreen, he started to take on other mercenary contracts, and it wasn't long before he would become internationally known as the best mercenary around. But having that title has its perks, and it also has its disadvantages. And when a terrorist known as the Jackal figured out who Deathstroke was and kidnapped his son, things would never be the same again. You see, Slade had just agreed to a contract to kill a colonel in the Korak military, but they had called wind of it and decided to kidnap his son in order to try and figure out who hired him. But Slade had a strict code in that he would never give up his contractor's name. So he then gambled his son's life against his own powers, and instead of giving in to what they wanted, he tried to kill them. He was successful, but at a great cost. Before he could stop it, Joseph's throat had been slit, cutting his vocal cords. Slade then rushed him to the hospital, hoping they could save his son's life. The doctors were able to save him, but he would remain a mute for most of his life. This is when things continued to get worse for Slade. You see, he kept his Deathstroke identity from everyone, including his own family. And when his wife asked what happened to their son, he had to reveal that he was Deathstroke. Overcome with rage, Adeline pulled a gun and shot Slade. Slade was able to dodge the bullet just enough to keep him from dying, but did end up hitting him in the right eye causing him to lose it. Now, almost losing his son and his wife trying to shoot him, Slade was driven into a deep depression, only taking countless mercenary contracts to get his mind off of it. This was when he was approached by the evil group known as Hive. They wanted to hire him to kill the Teen Titans. Slade had a code, though. He killed the target his way and was paid up front. Hive wasn't interested in paying him first. So Slade declined the contract. Hive wouldn't take no for an answer, so they tried to kill him. When the mass machine guns came out from the wall, Slade was able to dodge them. And right when he was about to put his sword to the five men standing above him, he realized that they were just holograms. That was merely a test to see Deathstroke in action. Hive was able to scan his movements 
and formulate a chemical that would create their own killing machine. That's where Grant came in. He had gotten into the wrong crowds, and this had caused issues with his longtime girlfriend. She accused him of cheating on her multiple times and wanted to end the relationship. Grant disagreed and was trying to convince her they were still in love when the Titan stepped in and stopped him. That's when Grant decided he needed to take care of the Titans and teamed up with Hive. The infamous group knew he was Slade's son and gave him a chemical that increased his strength beyond even his father's. Now, going by the name Ravager, Grant wanted to hunt down the Titans. Slade figured out that the Ravager was his son and rushed to his aid. Never revealing his identity, he warned Grant of his powers and what could happen if he overdid it. Grant was blinded by rage and ignored his words and rushed to attack the Titans. Fighting side by side, Grant and Slade almost completed their contract. It was when Grant went face to face with Starfire where he had to use his powers to their max. That's when his body started to break down from the inside and he slowly started to die. Slade held him in his arms for the last time and vowed to finish the Titans once and for all. That was the first time Destro became a villain and it certainly wasn't his last. He's had many run-ins with heroes, including Superman, Batman, Wolverine, Colossus, and even the entire Justice League, just to list a few. But Slade is always balanced on the line of good and evil, considered to be the archenemy of the Teen Titans, once he even helped save their lives. So the question is, is Slade Wilson really a villain? or just a man with bad judgment and a thirst for action? The answer to that question is unknown. But what we do know is that he's one of the strongest and smartest mercenaries alive. And when he chooses a target, he can be almost impossible to stop. Man, it's good to be back. Thank you guys for sticking around for a long two weeks. And I hope you enjoyed our first episode based on a villain. Now, stop what you're doing right now and head to the Origin Twitter page. There, you'll find a poll. The winner of this poll will be the character we do in episode 12. So go now and vote. As always, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Origin underscore podcast and on Facebook at facebook.com slash origin podcast. And don't forget, we still have a Patreon. <laughs> there, you'll get instant access to Patreon-only posts, behind-the-scenes looks, and even a monthly bonus episode. Thanks again for listening, and all the great reviews. You guys are awesome. And I'll see you guys next Monday. <laughs>